0: Welcome to another great episode of Sports Matters. I'm your host, Kevin Drake, and sitting across from me, your other host, Mr. Matt Burt. Good morning. Good morning. I mean, this is the morning after the the big college national championship. There's also a major suspension that went down to Major League Baseball. Oh my, yeah, the
1: sports world is heating up.
0: This it is the really best is. time
1: of year. We're, I don't know if we're gonna have enough time to get to everything, though. That's the problem.
0: That's uh, quite all right. But uh,
1: uh, let's start with the basics, right? Let's see yeah. with last night's game.
0: Yeah, we have last night's.
1: Oh, here you knew
0: it was coming. I knew it was coming. They are loving it down there in New Orleans in the Bayou. Okay, the Saints didn't make it far in the playoffs. However, LSU went fifteen and zero. Ed Orgeron and the Joe Burrow led. LSU Tigers defeated the Clemson Tigers forty-two to twenty-five last night. And it was a good game, you know. Like a game, yeah. Clemson came out swinging, as you would expect from the defending champs. You know, built a nice seventeen-seven lead, but then you know as the game progressed, uh, LSU settled down. They're just so talented. Those. those the receiving core, and then Thaddeus Moss making some huge catches. I mean, he's going to be great in the NFL.
1: Yeah, two touchdowns for him last night. It was cool to see him and his dad have
0: yeah. a moment. Absolutely. Yeah. A proud father. You know, it's nice to see Randy Moss. Yeah, uh, a proud father to watch his son win a championship in college.
1: Yeah. I, I just like, I think that LSU team, I kind of slept on them the whole year, and you were right about it. Right about them the whole time you knew so is it fitting that we give the o- ed ogeron voice go tigers
0: <laughs> he, he's real simple you know after every interview i love it how he finishes it off go tigers
1: this is for the state of Louisiana. i love this interview when he won he went one team one heartbeat <laughs> i was like i love wow. it wow that was very you know it was very well thought out. He thanked the state of Louisiana. And, and you know, you're, you're talking about a guy who went from being on the hot seat to having so many jokes about him to just all these things. Like, he bounced around from all these different schools. For him to go to LSU and win a national championship it's pretty special. I think. Yeah,
0: it's and cool. that's back home, you know, yeah, where he's home, from, to yeah. win a, a national championship. Yeah. So, congrats to the LSU Tigers and – you know, Joe to a great season. But also, you know, I know you seem to be pretty upbeat about Clemson going into next year. I, I mean, am. look, Trevor Lawrence is going to have another year of college. It's like he doesn't really have much to prove. But, you know, he, he, if he goes to a third straight championship game and wins that one, yeah, two I, out of three, that's huge for college football.
1: I think he's the one you want for a quarterback in the next level, honestly. But he he's a little bit aggressive. But I'm okay with that. I like my quarterbacks to be like Patrick Mahomes and Bet Favre, you know, take aggressive shots down the field. Um, But anyways, Trevor Lawrence has got a really bright future, especially next year. they got a lot of returning players. They had a top four recruiting class. They may have been second to Alabama again. Uh, I don't – I think LSU was in there and Ohio State fell off. So – we're going to potentially see some of these teams that were really good last year be good again this year. Um, mm-hmm. so we we'll buckle up your chin strap because we might be seeing the same thing next year.
0: But a lot of great stuff last night. I was able to catch that game last night and you know, an entertaining championship game. It wasn't over, you know, at the beginning of the third quarter. And actually, you know, going into the half, so Clemson busted out to a 17-7 lead.
1: 17-7. Yeah, okay. yeah, so that's a pretty sizable one.
0: Oh, yeah. They're loving it. New Orleans eating their beignets, drinking their chicory coffee, mm-hmm. celebrating.
1: Well, that, that's what they're
0: doing sure. this morning. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Maybe,
1: maybe there's something else in the coffee. I'm not sure. They're still celebrating. Yeah, they're
0: probably the drinking course. the coffee now. Got to get back to work, yeah. you know.
1: No, people who took the day off work, they're sick. Air quotes.
0: And Baton Rouge, because that's where LSU is located. So they're probably going crazy in Baton Rouge as well. Yeah, sure. But get back to the game. You know, then LSU finally settled down and got a few touchdowns. Before you know it's 28 17 at the half. And they got the ball starting the third quarter. But Clemson's defense showed up, got them off the field. They drove down, got a touchdown, and a two point conversion. They're like, oh, 28-25, 28-25. Alright, this is gonna be a, a slug fest down to the finish, but then LSU just took over and scored the last couple of touchdowns and, and that was it. Yeah. That that's was game. All she
1: wrote. Yeah, they kind of got him at the end. Clemson lost his firepower on offense. That defense really stepped up for LSU. Uh Queen specifically was unbelievable that night. Uh, yesterday night. Why am I saying that night? Um, But yeah, I mean, it's a great all-around team for LSU. Do you think there's anyone out there that's calling in sick in Louisiana and then having their bosses like, me too, I'm sick too?
0: Yeah, probably. No work's going to get done today. No
1: work's going to get done. That's incredible. I think it's really cool. The
0: one thing I liked about Clemson going into this game, they were so prepared that – you know, on defense, they were running a three-one-seven that the commentators were talking about last night. Three, three defensive linemen, one backer, and you pretty much had seven defensive backs to really slow down LSU's assault, and it did work. Uh, LSU at first, you, know, what's going on here? They're getting, you know, they were pinned deep, and they had a hard time moving the ball and hard time responding to that defense. But eventually, they make their adjustments. I mean, their receivers are big and strong, and once you start. Joe Burrow starts finding those those guys open and you know allow them to make plays like Thaddeus. Jeez, he just he was amazing. Yeah, Jeff- Thaddeus Moss.
1: Yeah, Thaddeus Moss. Jefferson was really yes, good last night yes. too.
0: Chase. Uh,
1: Chase. Chase was really good. I did did you see after the game? Did you see anything after the game? I, I watched this morning of Odell Beckham Jr. He must have been, you know, partying before the game because he was handing out he was, like, giving handshakes with money in his hand to some of these LSU players. And it was on camera. CNN caught it. You're
0: not, I don't think you can do that. No, you
1: absolutely can't. He was What's he thinking? Out like, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. I, I was wondering if you saw that. I just... They just... Like, I, I missed know, that. I think they are they probably... Um, and he was in the locker room celebrating with them. And Zeke. Zeke Elliott was in the locker room. It was weird. I was just... I was baffled by it.
0: Now Zeke Elliott, he went to Ohio State. Yeah,
1: I, I just uh, maybe he's just supporting a friend. He, he's from down there. Yeah, I
0: don't know. You don't three. see Randy Moss in a locker room celebrate with him. That's just you no. Know. I'm sure he was in there too. Maybe <laughs> they all were.
1: But I just thought I saw that, and it was like, you can't do that. And if you're Odell Beckham Jr., you're gonna be a little bit better than that, especially being like a uh, alumni of right. that program, and people look up to you and all that. I, I think he was just um hitting the sauce pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, I think
0: the sauce was getting them pretty the sauce good, was and good and not, you know, you don't you don't think clearly when uh, you're on, when you're sauced up.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not drink responsibly.
0: You had some breaking news? Oh, not I not to did. shift gears, not you know. To shift I mean, gears, but but, but oh, a great NCAA championship game, yeah. you know, college another college season in the books. You have some breaking news about the WNBA. What's I going do. on?
1: It's really exciting. Some really exciting stuff is happening in the WNBA. Um, it's a monumental type thing. The CBA has just announced for the WNBA that they have came to a new agreement. They're a newly found CBA, but they have came to an agreement with the league. Now, if we've already kind of previously alluded on, on other shows, the WNBA – like. Uh, Before this deal was sharing hotel rooms, was taking commercial flights. Um, They were doing all this stuff. They weren't getting paid at all. It was very, very bad. They had no paternity leave. It was very favorable to the ownership. And they said, well, the revenue doesn't do this and that. And, well, this is what the CBA did. They went in and they looked at the revenue numbers and they said – no, this is not fair. You're getting a 90-10 split on it or whatever it was. I don't know if it was 90-10, but it was really favorable to the ownership. Um, They came in and announced today league-wide salaries are significantly increasing with the top players set to make $500,000 a year, more than triple what they're being paid last year. More than triple what they were being played last year. Every player is going to get their own hotel room when they are on away games. And there is talks about a 50-50 split between the ownership and the players. Nice. I think that's awesome. I think that's really awesome to see. And uh, To all those people who are, are saying, have always said, you know, well, look at the revenue. It's all based off of the revenue. Well, the revenue has been not going the right way for so long. You know, it's like they went in, they they got the accountants out there, and they found out all this information, and now now it's starting to get a lot better for the WNBA. And this is huge because now the WNBA has an opportunity to really go after like young girls. Like this is something that's fun to do, right? Basketball is fun. They might right, get more right. people playing because of this.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it will increase viewership as well. Oh, yeah.
1: It's definitely going to. I, th- I think it's going to be maybe not like a, a – what we picture like the NFL or NHL, but is going to be a league that is going to be paid attention to. You're like, we're going to know what's going on with it.
0: You know, and speaking of basketball, our UCI and Eaters, yeah. the men's basketball team, opened up Big West play on Saturday and got a nice convincing win over Hawaii. And Hawaii's pretty good. You know, they're 10-4, and 4 and they, uh, they beat them 74-60, and it was a big night brad green who had 21 rebounds
1: wow 21
0: second most rebounds in the brent center next to uh, kevin mcgee who brought down 25 boards back in the 80s wow so brad green first of all he was also named for the first time ever the big west conference player of the, of the week so <laughs> hey round of applause for him Good job, Mister Green. Yeah, we we always knew he was going to be. This yeah, kid. he's uh really really patrolling the paint really well, and you know, and that's that's one thing I love about this team. We still rely on the big guys, and the, and they do their job, and and he did his job. You know, grabbing the boards, added thirteen points. You now I'm sure Colin Velp had a nice game as well. He's he he's been steadily consistent.
1: He put up eighteen points, and five rebounds, two assists. That's
0: it's, it's like every time you look in the box, up. he's got at least seventeen points. Right? No, it's like <laughs> he's the Lou Williams of this yeah. team right yeah. now.
1: Until he moves into the starting lineup, but I don't know what's going to happen there. But he's the Lou Williams. He comes off the bench as a spark plug. So, he gets
0: a lot of playing time, though. Yeah, he and, and, get, he's, and he's a, he's a mismatch because of his size and the fact that he can shoot. Lou Williams is too. Yeah,
1: but he's not as, not the uh, back half of your statement. Lou Williams gets a lot of playing time too. His size is really something that is. Uh, tough to guard. I mean like you don't deal with shooters that are that big. It's not like like as of now it's it's more common, right? You see a lot more shooters that are tall, like six nine, mm-hmm. six ten, six eight, somewhere in there. You see a lot more shooters that are tall. But before that was like a rarity. You did never saw that. You never you would never see that. So it's kind of becoming a more prevalent thing. And I think that's because of Dirk and you know, I think Colin Velt is a really good score. It's that Euro style, yes, yeah, that Euro yeah. style, and I, I like it. I like it. Keep shooting, keep shooting, and that—that's the thing. Is like this team is so so spread out. Like they're gonna be really good at Big West play because they have so much depth.
0: They do. They they definitely have the depth. And, you know, now some of these younger guys got a good taste of playing some really good teams, you know, in the non conference schedule. And now that Big West is here, they'll see, you know, that, okay, yeah, you see these teams twice. So it's like, yeah, you can beat them one time. Getting that second win is going to be tough because they kind of know each other, but I'm confident in this team. This team does really well in Big West play, and this is what it's about, winning the Big West. You win the Big West, you're in the NCAA tournament. That's the ultimate goal every year. But also having fun, growing, and progressing, and this team has been very fun to watch. they got some good games coming up too. Some really you know. good games, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I think that this is the beginning of a very... Uh, You know, it's going to be a long road until we get to, you know, those three nights, the three nights in the Honda Center. So we still got a long way. Uh, This is a good start, but you still have to play everyone else twice, as you were saying. And Hawaii is a good basketball team. Um, I mean, UCI is probably going to contend with the likes of Long Beach State. Long Beach State is a really good basketball team in that program. And I'm sure Um, in a
0: couple shows from now, you'll probably have, you know, go really in depth with UCI with one of our guests. While yes. I'm away, <laughs> yes. I'll be down in Australia, and I know it's really bad with those fires. And I saw in the qualifiers where one of the lady tennis players, you know, literally collapse. Yeah, you it's know, just because the 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 air quality was so bad. Yeah, I don't so they're know. talking about uh, retracting the roofs and using a three stadium. So with the retractable roofs and close the roofs and let them play in there for the qualifiers. But they're saying that the weather in a couple days they've got a nice cool down period. So hopefully it will clear out some of that. Yeah, the I, air quality is not good. I I definitely got my uh, <laughs> my face mask for that. Be
1: careful down there. That's for sure. Yeah, um, I mean when. To put this in perspective, when the fires up Northern California, uh, I believe it was the campfire. I don't know if it was that. Uh, anyways, when the fires were going on up in Northern California, I went up to Berkeley. And there, Berkeley is miles away from where the fires were. And the air quality was so bad that you had to wear masks. It and yeah. it's five times that. So. I mean, that's super sad and everything, but you think about the health of the athletes first. I'm glad that they're taking precautions and that they're not going to cancel the event, um, moving to the indoor stadiums. It sounds like they're taking the right steps, but you they do, be careful it, for sure.
0: It's tough. You know, when you start the field, you know, the 128 of men's, women's, and the doubles and mixed doubles, you know, that's a lot of tennis that needs to be played, and there's a lot of outside courts where they play those matches. So we'll see how the air quality is. And. I mean, geez, let them wear a mask, you know? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: why not? It's not cheating.
1: No, what what advantage are you going to attain by wearing a Yeah, it, It's about mask?
0: protecting your health. Yeah,
1: I'd say so too. Unless they, like, regulate it, you know, you give each one of them a mask that hasn't been opened yet so that they're not cheating in any sort of way. But I don't know how you would cheat in that, yeah. in that sense. Maybe you have, like, some food in case you're hungry. You're like... Oh, yeah. This
0: is more or less for the health of the players, but, you know, hopefully, you know, things kind of settle down because it, it, they had like a couple of bone chilling pictures, like the picture a day before how nice and sunny the sky was in Melbourne. And then the second day it was, I guess, the wind shift and it blew all that smoke over and that's not good so no. hopefully that that clears out because Melbourne's at the pretty bottom of Australia but you know they do have the reinforcements in I know there's a lot of a lot of our firefighters that left California and went down there to help them fight that fire and
1: someone's gotta
0: you know there's a lot of reinforcements there so hopefully we can, they can just get it contained that's mm-hmm. just it's just such a massive, huge fire. But you know, thoughts and prayers mm-hmm. to the people of Australia, and it just you know, hopefully, you have know, globally, just you know, wakes everybody up. Oh yeah, in right. a sense of you know, being much smarter and more more vigilant. You know, when when you do things and be careful. I know some of the fires here were started by the gas and electric company, and yeah, PG&E
1: yes. power line. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, that, that's a whole thing in itself that we shouldn't go into, but I'm sure Claudia will touch on But that when
0: also. you're out there camping and things like that, you just got to be extremely careful because just that one little coal that gets away from you could take off mm-hmm. and then drop somewhere else, and boom, it can yeah. light a big fire.
1: A burning ember, like, it, it can travel. You know, it's not it's not heavy. It's not going to go into the ground right. and burn out, you know. It's and especially
0: be- when the winds are kicking up.
1: Yeah, and the wind's not going to blow that out either. It's too light, right? Um, So, anyways, we could go into fire safety. Uh, This is a sh- we have a lot Ford of PSAs.
0: Show. I could play a bunch of them about yeah. fire so, safety. <laughs> get Smokey the Bear on right now!
1: Right now, we need Smokey the Bear. Oh but, yeah! Uh, oh yeah! I think that they're taking the right precautions, which I like to see. But you know, it is what it is. Serena
0: Williams finally got her first title since having I her saw baby. That. Yeah, I saw so that
1: in New Zealand. Yep. Yeah, so you know that's the if you're looking at it. If you said Matt, who's gonna win the women's title for the Australian Open? I pick Serena.
0: Yeah, I pick this Serena. It's a good chance. The field's tough though, man. They they are stacked with all this young talent.
1: Well, she created the field. Let's not forget yeah. that. Oh
0: so. no, all all these young ladies that are coming up now idolize Serena. Yeah. So they incorporated her game in with their game. So now you got this power with finesse. And you saw what Bianca Drescu when she beat Serena in the U.S. Open final. But, you know, I think Serena will be able to get one more slam. You know she's finally up to her top condition. Yeah, but it's going to be tough because you know when you're going up against someone in their prime at age twenty, twenty-one. That's just you know when they're not rattled, like Bianca wasn't rattled, and she just held her held her own against Serena when Serena was making a huge comeback and and stayed with it and and up finishing off Serena. That's uh, it's a tall order for someone you know. It's like twenty years older than a lot of yeah. these girls in the field that are really coming up, but. Yeah.
1: All right, give me the prognosticator. You're going to the event. You've got the inside information. Who do you like on both sides?
0: Well, Djokovic is the heavy favorite Are you going to, with to repeat? repeat. You don't pick the
1: heavy favorite,
0: Did though. Did I say that? No, no. Oh, I am like just it. saying. I'm just saying he's the heavy favorite going in. But you know, if you want to pick one, and he pretty much took care of Nadal in one of those smaller tournaments in the tune-up on hard court, and that's like the eighth straight time he's beaten Nadal on the hard court. If it's Clay, forget about it. Nadal's going to get that. However, I have to go with uh, Roger Dodger Federer. Roger Dodger Federer. Yeah, I'm I'm going for Fed. I think think he's going to get his redemption from uh, dropping that Wimbledon.
1: The Ageless Wonder. Yeah, drops Wimbledon. Yeah, he could do it. He could very well. Yeah, do he it. could
0: do it. He could do it. He won it two years ago. So we'll see if so, he's f- fully ready and ready to compete. And on the ladies' side, my goodness, it's so wide open. It'd be uh, cool to see Serena do it, though. Pick Serena. Yeah, yeah. Gotta go with the USA. Yes, because yes. what like happened A. to the USA? Tennis, you know, men's tennis players, where are they? <laughs> where are they? Yeah. Well, they they left with Andy Roddick. But you got the number 1 player in the world, Ashley Barty, who's Australian, so she's uh going to be a tough out. Pliskova, Osaka, you know, Osaka's kind of dropped down to 3. You got Simona Halep, Bianca Andreescu. Benich. there's a lot of good players. Sabalenka. Sophia Kennan is another one. She's ranked 15th now, and she beat Serena of Wimbledon, I believe. So, yeah, it's going to be good. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Serena. I'd like to see her get uh, get that magic number 24.
1: Hmm. i like to see that, too.
0: We had a great weekend of football as football. well. Football, yeah. Starting with the Saturday wild card game. Ooh. The Tennessee game. Titans at the Baltimore Ravens. I want Ooh, to start with that one. That was
1: a great game. Oh my
0: god! So I know you had the Ravens. I actually had the Titans in that game, and look I couldn't believe you. it. Uh, well, I just was going for the underdogs. You
1: picked all underdogs. I picked all favorites. But uh, I would think you we look both we
0: both agreed on the Chiefs, though. So. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because you have to have the favorite with this
0: <laughs> And And uh, and I think you took the 49ers. I took the Vikings. And did you take the Packers or did you take the Seahawks? I took the Packers. So, okay, so you got pretty much three of the four, right?
1: Yeah, but that was the easy three of the four. I just picked the favorites. You yeah. got the harder game to get, right? No one was expecting the, you know, people were the, expecting the, the Ravens. The reason why I went with the Titans,
0: through. I just thought if they could, the way they've been playing at old school football, if they get Derrick Henry going, and he's a beast once he gets going. Oh. and and Because they could control the clock, but if they jump on the Ravens first, because the Ravens never had a fight from behind. So you put the pressure on the Ravens and it and it kind of like just kind of knocked them, you know, out of sync a little bit. They just they just weren't uh, they weren't clicking on all cylinders. I mean, they were dropping passes. There were some easy passes that Lamar Jackson, you know, had thrown to Snead, and he you know he dropped some passes. Some other guy dropped passes, and yeah. they weren't helping him. And no. and I thought they abandoned the run a little too early because you know, even when you're down fourteen to six, and it was that second time, it was like fourth and one, and they're in field goal range. Maybe you probably could have kicked a field goal. It would have been down by five points, been fourteen to nine. Might have been a different game, and just
1: no, it, 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 so what I saw. I mean, yeah, you could say it's a different. You know, at, game. at that point in the at game, I just day, I just
0: felt like okay, you climb it a little bit closer. But the Titans, they really had. The game plan—they're just so locked yeah, in. But point, their defense was was superb. It's
1: it's really easy to go into hypotheticals on that, but what I saw was Lamar Jackson got really frustrated with the officiating early on in that game. So he basically went in and got so frustrated, started making all these mistakes, and he was trying to get calls, and he was, you know, putting his hands in the air. He was doing all this stuff, right? That is not good body language. And what I saw from Lamar Jackson is we looked at him and he's the MVP candidate. He's got all these yards, all these touchdowns, but I saw a 23 year old leader there because he didn't have this playoff experience that we all thought he was going to have, you know, coming in, you have to lose in order to learn. And so as far as Lamar Jackson's going, I think, you know, they lost the game in the very beginning. They had no chance. I literally sat there and when he started just complaining to the officials and they started sputtering on offense. He lost control. He lost his focus. He lost his focus. That game And I saw John Harbaugh a few
0: times talking to him one on one, but it's only so much you can do, you know, as a coach. And I, I like the fact that he stayed aggressive, but at the same time it's you're right. It just they just kind of lost their focus yeah. and it just weren't they weren't playing the way the Ravens played all year. So, uh,
1: like, I, I'm, I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, they, they definitely should have kicked the field goal, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the game, you know, at the end of the day, they, he didn't do that. So I don't think they ever really had a shot in that game because he was just, you know, he was complaining to the officials. He didn't get very many calls. And when you complain to the officials, you get less calls. And unless you're the NBA, then everyone complains, so it's all even. But that's besides the point. But, yeah, I, I just think Lamar Jackson lost his focus. He lost his composure. And that is a huge problem um, when you're in the playoff situation because even then, you know, when Tom Brady went out in the to, to lose to the Titans, right, he was still composed the whole way. You saw it, Tom Brady, and he was locked in. Even with 16 seconds left in the ball on the two-yard line or whatever it was, he was locked in. Lamar that game, Jackson. that game was was yeah. a lot
0: closer. Where once the Titans went up twenty one to six or whatever it was, but yeah, that, twenty one to six, and they kind of that's the way they were controlling the clock but too. So
1: twenty one to six it, with the Ravens' offense, you saw what Patrick Mahomes did this year. The Ravens' offense was arguably as yeah. good as theirs, right?
0: But that was a good game plan because if you jump on them early and make the Ravens come from behind because they haven't done that. And, you know, that was, that was an unfamiliar territory to be down like that, that late in the game and have to come back like that because they re- really rely on their running game. And then Mark Ingram wasn't 100%, but not a, a lot of people aren't at that point. But 59 passes that Lamar Jackson threw, that's a lot. And you think about it, you compare like Lamar Jackson to Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is a quarterback that can run whereas Lamar Jackson's a runner that can play quarterback. Yeah. I, and he's getting better. Don't I mean? Don't get me wrong. He's probably going to win the MVP this year.
1: Well, he, he is a good quarterback. Let's yeah. not forget about that. He's young. Yeah. And I think we also saw – I mean, Patrick Mahomes is an anomaly, okay? He's the outlier because he came in. He took a year under no one's leadership, right? He was, he was the guy. Same with Lamar Jackson. But Patrick Mahomes just – Like, he just knows how to win. He also didn't come from a program that won very much. You know, he went to Texas Tech. He had Cliff Kingsbury. But he didn't win very many football games. So you didn't know what his kind of competitive acclimate is, you know. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson lost his composure. And I don't think they really had a shot to win it. I, I don't want to give the hypothetical to... They did this and that. They you know, just, the they the Tennessee
0: eating. Titans had a great game plan. And you know, the fact that also the Baltimore Ravens defense didn't stop their running attack. They couldn't stop Derrick Henry. Yeah. 195 yards on the ground on 30 carries. I mean, that'll, that'll win you some football games right there. Yeah, it will. I mean, Tannehill was 7 of 14 for 88 yards. That's... He only threw 14 passes. You look at Lamar Jackson had to throw 59 because the Titans jumped, you know, got a couple touchdown lead to force – than to be more of a passing. Yeah. So it made it more one dimensional. That's what I was saying. So
1: Yeah, I feel you. I I get what you were saying. But, but the I Titans just, move on. And yeah, then of I course I just couldn't give a hypothetical. That
0: other game. Oh, the, that was amazing. The other AFC game, the yeah. Houston Texans and the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. What I mean, what a horrible start for the Chiefs. You know, first of all, Texas go down, get a touchdown, and then uh, then they block one of the uh the Chiefs punts. Get another touchdown. Then the Chiefs muffed the punt when they finally forced the Texans to punt, <laughs> and now now they're down twenty-one nothing. Before you know it, it's twenty-four nothing, and it's like starting in the second quarter. You're like, oh geez, are both top seeds are going to be out? What's going on here? And then Patrick Mahomes woke up.
1: Let, let me tell you that Chiefs
0: four touchdowns amazing, in the second quarter.
1: Amazing Chiefs team. Let me let me yeah. tell you something. They they are they got, got the brilliant. firepower. They have it and. I looked at the score and I was like 24 0, and everyone was like, oh my God, the Texans are going to blow them out. They're going to blow them out, this and that. And I thought to myself, it's like, Patrick Mahomes can throw four touchdowns in a quarter, and then they'd be winning at halftime. I said that, to, I can't remember who I said
0: it to, but I said that. I was like, you, don't count this out. Like the Chiefs, you don't. So they set a record. You know, first team ever to have a 20-plus point deficit. And and to be leading at the at the half, they score. and come back. Yeah, they score four touchdowns. Fifty
1: one points in three quarters. Yeah, think about that. Fifty one points in three quarters.
0: But twenty eight in the second quarter. i be
1: it. The Texans' defense is, was not good this year. They were really not yeah. good. They were
0: they really shouldn't have been in that second spot. half. I mean, pretty much the Chiefs just outscored them twenty three to seven. I but know. it was the second quarter. Those four touchdown passes by Mahomes. Just how they just attacked fast. And, yeah. and and with fury,
1: yeah, yeah. I it that's what I'm saying. Like this Chiefs team is there for real.
0: They yeah. are for real. Um, so we got a nice yeah. AFC Championship. Texans. Just kidding. Titans. Titans. Titans Chiefs. and Chiefs. That could go either way, yeah. but I think this this time around, I think the Chiefs, unlike the Ravens, the Chiefs definitely have the firepower on the passing side and that's their strength and this but i don't know but if that derrick henry controls the clock and controls the game well, you know because that cheese defense isn't you know it's not a stout defense it's a good defense it's not a stout defense
1: they're really not a good run defense so we're gonna see a lot of points yeah we're gonna see a ton of points actually and on the flip side to Titans, uh, the cornerbacks, they have some decent cornerbacks, but I don't know if they have enough to cover all the weapons that they have. Um, so we're going to see a lot of points scored in that game. Also, I want to point out that Derrick Henry is listed at 6'3". That's not true. He's actually 6'4", 6'5", 230 pounds, and he runs a 4'4". So that is... A
0: four five forty. yeah. A four, yeah, yeah,
1: four or five, like what...
0: They, they were saying he's closer what? to 240 pounds. He's cl- yeah, a big he's dude. Yeah, he's a
1: huge dude that runs fast. Like, yeah. how are you supposed to tackle that? <laughs> and then you're gonna have- that's
0: what made Bo Jackson so special back in his day because he was big, but he was actually much faster than Derrick Henry. Oh, so imagine sure. Bo Jackson, someone that's like 240 pounds, who could run you over, but then he could just accelerate, outrun your, your fastest defensive back. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. They're going to go as far as Derrick Henry could carry them. If he yeah. has a good running game against the Chiefs, they might win. Uh,
0: I, I yeah. wouldn't go you know, as far it's... as
1: picking them, but, yeah.
0: I mean, I'm still going with Chiefs. As I, I, I've i been with Chiefs all the way. Yeah, I'm Chiefs, All, too. I'm, all Chiefs. the way. But, uh, and then the NFC, well, it was the Seahawks and the Packers. That was an interesting game. I mean, pretty much you're going up the Lambeau field, and Seattle didn't really have much – I don't think they've ever won up in Lambeau. They've lost like eight straight in Lambeau Field. So go up there, you know, two weeks off for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they pretty much took care of business early on. I mean, they built a nice lead. I didn't really get a chance. I didn't get to see the game. I was working. Oh, that
1: was a great game. That was the best game of the weekend for sure. Um, we saw the Packers be exactly who they are. Devontae Adams is a all-pro wide receiver, and he showed it in that game. He beat a lot of cornerbacks to the ball. He did. I like the one
0: where it was like through the kind of like a 30 yard pass. He caught it on the 17 yard line and then he had a little bit of space and he was almost like he was going to get tackled and then he kind of faked it one way and he just ran to the other side of the field and ran it in for a touchdown. Yeah. I was like, that was just just those two quick little moves because otherwise you would have been swallowed up. Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. And I think. Uh, Seattle was resilient into whatever the Packers threw at them. Um, Russell Wilson was brilliant. It came down to the end of the game, and uh, the Packers pulled the what the Patriots and the Titans have done, which will be changed next year, whereas if you get a false start penalty, the clock keeps running, and that uh, in itself is pretty bad rule. It should. If you get a penalty and you're on offense, the clock stops. Yeah, you know, like it should. That's just a thing. Um, Anyways, they did that. Then they punted the ball back to Seattle. Seattle scores. Or yeah, so Seattle punts the ball back to them after going three and out um, on one of the drives that they had, and they have about. Two minutes and forty seconds left.
0: Yeah, I saw that it was fourth and eleven. He decided upon it, and, and it's one of those gambles. It's like, okay, your defense is pretty good, but that's Aaron Rodgers on the other side. Do you might as well go with Russell Wilson? He's done so many amazing things. But yeah. you know, the coaches, you know, they got the they got the feel for the game. So it, he he gets so heavily criticized at yeah. times. Coach Carroll does. He,
1: well, yeah, he gets criticized, but he also is. <laughs> come on he <laughs> can the ball off the Marshawn Lynch and you have two Super Bowls and you beat the Niners if you yeah. hand up the ball off the Marshawn yeah you, you made the same mistake twice it's it's tough yeah. for me to say Pete Carroll oh he gets so much flack when you keep making the same mistake over and over again but that's beside the point yeah anyways um he did not make that mistake in this game he had the ball off the Marshawn Lynch and the two-yard line he gets into the end zone um but basically, they go down the field, and then it's a, a. like they're using their timeouts well. The Packers throw the ball, and they waste two seconds, three seconds off the clock, and I'm just sitting here like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? You're They're going to get the ball back and see how it's going to win. And then they hit that big pass to Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers has some brilliance. But the big play was that Jimmy Graham... If he was short of the line, if he was not short of the line, one of those two where it's on the camera angle, the helmet is down. Yeah. And it's before the line. But let me tell you something. They were up by eight at that point, and you're on the 35-yard line, so that is a, correct me if I'm wrong, 45-yard kick.
0: L- like a 52-yarder. If you're I, on a 35, I, yeah, because, you know, when they hike it back, seven yards. Seven yards plus. So, the 10 yeah. yards in the end zone. So if it's on a 35, there. it's 17. So I it's 52 it was, yards.
1: I, calc- I Yeah, it's probably like 52. Yeah, it's, it was, still, it's a makeable field that's goal. That's a makeable kick. And Mason Crosby from percentage from the 40 to 49, 82 from the 50-yard line. He's in the 70s. So you're going to tell me one of these kickers can't make a 50-yard field goal? 70% chance. I think Seattle was done either way. Like yeah. that's just my whole theory on yeah. it. I, and they played a really good game, but when Devontae Adams caught that pass on the 3rd and 17, or whatever it was. It's just end, tough whatever. to go up
0: in Green Bay and get that win, especially yeah. Aaron Rodgers who had two weeks off. He's an amazing quarterback. He's got his weapons. They went thirteen and three this year. That's a good team. Yeah,
1: he's I really
0: was good going team. for the underdog just yeah. because I just thought but you know, we really what hurt Seattle was losing their slew of running backs. Yeah,
1: that hurt them.
0: I mean, Chris Carson was her was their bell cow and the and I'm sorry, the other running back they also lost uh Rashard Penny. Yeah, Rashard Penny. My god, yeah, how could I forget him? But this leads us to the final game.
1: Ah, it was probably the most boring game out of all no, of them. But it was but. a
0: game that played out that we thought would play out. Obviously, I went for the underdog just for an upset. But uh, 49ers pretty much dominated the game. That defense just showed you with them healthy, everybody's healthy. That's what huh. that defense is going to do. They're, that front seven is going to put so much pressure on the opposing quarterback. They don't just – they don't blitz. They come right after you.
1: Yeah, yeah. They do come right after you, and I think that this 49ers team is so well-balanced. People are going to get bored of watching them, but they're a really good football team. They have lots of really great players that are just in different positions. The problem is you're going to have to pay all of them eventually, but uh, that's beside the point. So you're going to leave for three weeks.
0: Will you be back for the Super Bowl? I will be watching Super Bowl on Super Bowl Monday. Ah. Uh, and then I come back the next day. Oh. So, who do you like? I'm going with the Chiefs. You know that. I'm going with Chiefs all the way. Chiefs who? 49ers.
1: Ah. I got to go 49ers over Chiefs. I
0: like to see a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl. I just, ah, the way the 49ers dismantled the Packers before. But, ah. Uh, I mean, if it was to be played in Lambeau, I probably would say the Packers, but the 49ers, that defense is healthy and they're just, they're hungry.
1: You know, if we saw a Chiefs-Packers Super Bowl, we would see just so many, s- the the early Super Bowls where people were like smoking cigarettes and yeah. <laughs> drinking yeah.
0: frescas, you know, like all,
1: like we'd see all that, all the resurfacing images of the early Super Bowls when people were just like...
0: Well, the Packers won kidding. the first two and I think the Chiefs won like the third one or something or something. We're going to see a montage yeah. of
1: Bart Starr, yeah. you know, and Vince Lombardi, and, and they're they're gonna have that NFL music where you know you know what talking, it, yeah, you know, the old you know, school like they're gonna have the old school music in the background.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but a great weekend of football. But uh, enjoy the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship games. I know Matt's gonna you'll know, hold the reins here for the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Uh, some fun guests. Yeah, talk about some UCI basketball and all this other good sports. Everything that's going on in the sporting world. And I'll be down there, you know, hopefully bringing some positive attitude and some hope to Australia. Yeah. And uh, hopefully uh, they, they get that tennis tournament going. The weather's nice. That's what I'm praying for. And they get those fires contained.
1: Ah, yeah, that breaks my heart. That
0: breaks my heart. So where could you find us? At KUCI.org. Just click on the show Sports Matters and it'll direct you to the SoundCloud. But Anchor.fm is where you'll find a lot of our podcasts. Excellent. Anchor.fm type in sports matters. Now
1: anchor.fm spreads it out amongst a few different sites so
0: it can. Big, yes. They can. So, but I got to get caught up. So I got to get a couple shows in uh, there that's, because that's the holidays right. set me back. That's all right. You have plenty of time today. <laughs> but all I got to say is all sports matters.